Hello and welcome to the Saturday Showdown podcast. It's a special podcast today because it's the best bits from our Super Saturday Showdown. We did seven hours live on the radio to entertain you during the lockdown. We hope you enjoyed it. Here we've got some of our best bits, some of the games we played, some reasons to be cheerful and even the classic Auntie Luke's Diary in a podcast exclusive. It's on this podcast. Thank you very much for downloading. Don't forget to share and subscribe and enjoy. The Saturday Showdown on Kennet Radio. Uh, now, it is weird times, of course, because we are in this kind of lockdown. Could be for another few weeks yet, maybe even longer. It's not difficult what we're being asked to do. do. We've just got to stay at home, Luke. It's, it's easy. It's, it couldn't be yeah, easier. And you know what? It's always weird at my house anyway, as you can imagine. Can. So, uh... We keep it nice and weird here. Yeah, so all you got to do, stay at home. Just, I, I mean, make use of every room. Use your house like you've never used it before. Okay, stop. Embrace it. Get out of the garden. Stop, okay, all right. stop, stop, stop. <laughs> I know where you're going. But because it is strange at the moment, we've devised a new feature called Reasons to be Cheerful. And it's a way of us giving you some stuff that's on the news Maybe it's not even on the news now, because all the news is doom and gloom. We've got some stuff that are reasons to be cheerful, and we've even dug out Ian Jury to do the jingle. Reasons to be cheerful, part three. One, two, three. So, Luke, what are, are our first reasons to be cheerful? My very first one, top of the list, obviously, Sophie Ellis-Bexter and her kitchen discos. You need help with Sophie Ellis-Bexter, because if you mention Sophie Ellis-Bexter to me one more time, I'm going to scream. It's the only name I ever hear you say. Who do you want more? Do you want your girlfriend or do you want Sophie Ellis-Bexter? You've got to choose, Luke. Oh, mate, you can't do that to me. Got Let, to... Let's, let's stick with attainability then. I'll, I'll, I'll stick with my Emma, because she brings me food and drink and she's lovely. Yeah, she is great. And she's also requested a song, and we'll stick that on for you very soon, Emma. In other reasons to be cheerful, for some, TV soaps look like they're set to run out of episodes by July. Uh, yes, it adds to the woes of bosses already struggling as to what to do. There's no sport on this summer. Now there's going to be no soaps. What's going to happen? Well... Everybody, all the all the guys are at home. By the way, this is a great opportunity for you to just speak to each other, <laughs> find out who, <laughs> who each other are. Um, but there you go. Soaps look like they might run out by the summer, Luke. Reasons to be cheerful for some, I'm sure. Absolutely. Okay, here's another one for you. Joe Wick's workout and Mr. Motivator. Getting everybody exercising in the mornings again like we did in the 80s. Absolutely. Can you imagine? Yeah, he is. He's like the modern-day Mr. Motivator. Much less funny, though, because I, th- I still think Mr. Motivator's hilarious. Well, he is, and he's making a big comeback as well, so that's another reason to be cheerful. Absolutely. In a reason to be cheerful for me, uh, women find delivery men more attractive than firemen, according to a new poll. This isn't true. Um, and apparently, the white van <laughs> delivery man is the most fancied bloke in uniform. I think this is just because Amazon is still going and people are getting all their stuff in. I don't think there's any more to it than that. Oh, it, you get too excited, doesn't it, when there's a, a package coming to you that I think you see it with a, a slightly different set of glasses onto what you may have done before. Absolutely, and I got something amazing through the post this week, and we will talk about it after the ads in a bit. It's amazing. You already know. We, we, I don't want to go into it. We're going to do some more reasons to be cheerful throughout the show. So if you've got any and you want to send them to us, we're just looking for positive news stories, whatever that may be. You can text 07418310210. You can tweet at Kennet Radio. Email them to us as well, studio at kennetradio.com. Any of your positive news stories. But right now... We're playing a song for a very special supporter of ours, Luke. Ah, is it? This is Diana Ross with Ain't No Mountain High Enough. And this is for the lovely Anne, 
who sent us a great email last week asking us to do another extended show to support her while she's self-isolating. She's a bit lonely at the moment, so we're going to try and be her company between now and 6pm. So, Anne, this is for you. If you need me. Something we do quite regularly on the show... And we call it Say and Tell. Now, you remember when you were at nursery and they used to get you to bring something in to show the rest of the class? That's a little did, bit... Did you really remember when you were at nursery? <laughs> well, I, I remember Say and Tell and stuff like that. But anyway, yeah. uh, we do it on this show. We, we're sort of like a nursery, this show. <laughs> we're aimed at children. Um, at the same time, today's <laughs> gentleman probably isn't uh, named, uh, aimed at children because I have brought in something today which I was sent this week from my nan in the post all the way from sunny Bridport and I can tell you that Luke we've got a show mascot we have got a show mascot in the form of a knitted version of TV madman Joe Exotic from Tiger King my nan has actually knitted me Joe Exotic (laughs) (laughs) he's amazing He's, he's got a mullet he's got a golden mullet knitted onto his head he's got a little handlebar moustache knitted on him and he's wearing like a a very elaborate jacket with different coloured sleeves and it's got like the tiger print it's the blue tiger print yeah she didn't go too far because there's no nipple piercings but it's still good um there's one in one ear there's three in the other which is accurate there's also an eyebrow piercing which is accurate she's gone to town she's even got the leg bracelet luke Oh my goodness, she's knitted in a leg brace. He is amazing. He's absolutely perfect. What a legend. How brilliant it is to have a show mascot. So, We're going to have to take some pictures and get it up on the Facebook page so you can see it. Yeah, we'll what, what's it... your What's your nan's name? Sandra. Sandra, Sandra. you have done. Sandra Bendel. Such a brilliant job. And so... Sandra um, what? <laughs> Sandra Bendel. It's careful. Okay. And, yeah. and um... <laughs> And yeah, this That's is um, this is this is Joe Exotic here, and he is our show mascot. He's going to stay in the studio throughout the show. Bring us good luck. Um, I've sat him on top of the screen in the studio, and because his arms are bendy, I can wrap it around the the poles in the studio. So he's gonna he's not going to fall off with any luck. That's amazing. She's thought of everything. She's thought of everything. So here he is as our show mascot. And I was told this morning. I got a message this morning saying, Luke, there's a tiger knitted in the post on its way to me as well. No way. You must be a favourite. Oh, I cannot wait to get that. Reasons to be cheerful. Part three. So, reasons to be cheerful. So, you can keep these coming in. Send them to saturdayshowdown at kennetradio.com. In the meantime, Luke, what have you got for us? Well, you can now get really good quality coffee at home. And everybody's got these great machines. So, whilst you're isolating, you can have a decent coffee. Yeah, coffee shops are closed at the moment. Frustrating some. I had one from a Costa Express. There there are others available. And I I quite liked it, actually. In fact, I need a coffee now, and I've got no one to make one for me, so I'm going to have to go and make it soon myself. But don't worry, I can handle it, Luke. I'll be fine. I've got some news. Captain Tom Moore yesterday became the oldest person ever to reach number one, and that is in the world, Luke. He is going to be 100 on Thursday, and he will be number one in the UK for his birthday. He recorded a version of You'll Never Walk Alone with Michael Ball, and it is number one in the UK right now. Well done, Captain Tom Moore. Raised over, wow. what is it, 30 million quid now? Incredible. What a story. What a story. What a terrible song, but what a great story, and I'm very, very pleased. And it just goes to show, age is just a number. We do love an oldie on this show anyway. But you are 
so capable of changing the world just by a small action, just by being nice, just doing something good. Look at how that snowballed. Yeah, and also it's it, my brother said, look, I, I get the I get the theory, I get it all, but um, it's a terrible version. And I said, come on, get behind the cause. Don't worry about the song. We've had some terrible number ones in the past. It doesn't matter. Amazing amount of money raised. What else have you got? We want more reasons to be cheerful, Luke. What have you got? Box sets. I don't watch a whole lot of TV, but I've started to watch a bit more, obviously, because being home all the time. And I didn't realise how many great series there is out there. Absolutely. So and much. you can download them. You can just watch them instantly. No going to the video shop. No waiting for it to come out two years after it was on at the cinema. And do you know what? I watched, uh, if you've never watched it, we'll go through some top tips for TV a little bit later on because I watched a show this week and I watched it yesterday and, um, oh, it made me cry. But we'll go through that later. Uh, in other reasons to be cheerful, a postman has started dressing up in fancy dress outfits on his rounds to cheer up himself and residents during the coronavirus outbreak. Glenn Walton, he's not the only one, this is happening across the country, said not being able to cuddle his 10-month-old daughter and say hello to people in the morning prompted him to do something a little bit different. So he now dresses up every day in a different costume. What a great idea. Well, that's, that is mega. Um, I've got one that's similar. There is a lady in Prestwich in Manchester who is dressed up as Where's Wally? And she walks, she goes for a daily exercise every day with her kids, and she wanders around Manchester with a Where's Wally thing, so people can spot her and wave. And people now go onto her Facebook page and request that she walks down their road so they can have a wave and a spot of Where's Wally. So in the middle of all this, there is still so many reasons to be cheerful. If you've got any, you can email them to us, saturdayshowdown at kennetradio.com, and we'll do some more later in the show. <laughs> So last week I played a number of games, two weeks ago we played a number of games with Luke, um, but this one I didn't get a chance to play with you, and it's called the Elevation Game. And how it works is I'm going to give you three hmm, things, um, or buildings, or whatever, and you've got to tell me which one is highest. Uh, that's why we call it the well, Elevation Game. It's as close as I could get to Generation Game, and it's I know I didn't do well, but... Anyway, <laughs> first of all, we start with three... TV chefs, Gordon Ramsay, Gino DeCampo, and Ainsley Harriet. But who is the tallest? Oh, Ainsley. By three or four inches, I reckon. Ainsley Harriet is the tallest. So well done. <laughs> One nil to Luke. Okay, let's um let's go for a little bit let's go for a little bit bigger. Who's bigger? Ant and Deck, Sonny and Cher, or Dick and Dom? Are we talking volume or height? We're talking height. We're obviously talking height. <laughs> um, you just said he's bigger, but yeah, I'm starting to understand the concept of the game now. So we've got Sonny and Cher. We've got Ant and, and Deck, Deck. And we've got Dick and Dom. See, Dick and Dom look like they're bean poles, so they look really scrawny. But they also look tall. But do they look tall because they're thin? I'm going to say no. I think they look tall because they're tall. Dick and Dom for me. It's the wrong answer. It's Ant and Deck who have never won wow. a height competition in their lives, but they have now. No. Well done, guys. <laughs> uh, okay, just a quick few more for you. Uh, Big Ben, the Statue of Liberty, or the Leaning Tower of Pisa, which is highest? Now, I recently learned a little bit about the Leaning Tower of Pisa, and it's tiny. Mm, it's it you, you can't even go in it, I don't think. Um, so that's out. So it's between the Statue of Liberty and 
Did you say Big Ben? Big Ben, yeah. Do I have to do that nerdy thing now where I say, well, actually, Big Ben is a bell, therefore it's not that tall. It's the tower that you're probably thinking of, which is called St. Svidden's Tower or something. You can do, but remember, I've got a fader here, which will just cut you off, and then... Yeah, and, and, and you'd be right to. Yeah. Um, I, <laughs> I, can't, I can't believe I did that myself. I'm going to have to go with the Statue of Liberty because she's the world's biggest lady. She's enormous. But she's also three metres shorter than Big Ben. Uh, so, unfortunately, not right. Oh, uh, we'll, we'll move oh. on. Well, this will be the last one we'll do. The London Eye, Wembley Stadium or St Paul's Cathedral. Who is bigger in the final round of the Elevation Game, Luke? Well, I'll tell you what. The arch at Wembley Stadium was manufactured in Pangbourne, which is here in West Berkshire. Um, so, I'm going to have to go with that because that's amazing. It's not right, though. Um, actually, the London Eye is 135 metres tall, and Wembley Stadium is 133 metres tall, so it's quite close. Really? Wow. That but is close, isn't it? Not quite close enough. If you enjoyed that at home, and why wouldn't you, then... <laughs> stay I'm cock a hoop, me. That was brilliant. Stay around, because we're going to do a few more nonsense games very soon. <laughs> I've done a lot on the radio that other broadcasters and other radio presenters would never dare go near, and I've done stuff like that. But during all my time, there's never been a moment, I don't think, where I've ever been quite so worried as I am right now. Because I, <laughs> I'm full of dread, as I say. We can cross over now to Auntie Luke. Hi, Auntie Luke. Well, hello, dearie. How's... You shouldn't worry, you know. Oh, no, I just sometimes I just wonder what you're going to come out with next, Auntie Luke. But... It's good to have you with us, and thank you so much for agreeing to show us some of your personal diaries from back through the years, and please feel free to, to read out an extract. Well, well, I like to be open and like an open book all the time and readable, and I think we should all be more like that in our lives. Yeah, I agree, I agree. Um, well, let, let me take you back. Let's go back to the year 1992. Oh, I was only two, yeah. Auntie Luke. Well, um, it, it was it was a wonderful year. Nigel Mansell won the Formula One World Championship. Okay, but that's 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 not important to this particular story. Um, now, back in 1992, I'd, I'd left the nunnery from which I was educated and grew up, but was still very involved. The vicar had asked me to help organise a bit of his do, as it was his boss's 60th birthday. And I was excited because, Matthew, you know as much as anybody that I do love a good bash with a bishop. Oh, gee. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, he first asked me to help his handsome helper director with cooking some of the food. Okay. I went into the kitchen and started to roast the beef. However, I think I undercooked it because it was still pink when I took it out. Yeah. So I had my meat spread. It was all pink and glistening when the vicar came in. And uh, he told me that if it was his meat I had in my hands, right. he would okay. insist Luke, on stuffing Luke, it all back in Auntie immediately. Luke, Auntie Luke, Auntie Luke, right? Are you finished yet? Oh, well, well this is just the start of the story. Okay. Okay, well, stay right there, Auntie Luke. I'm going to play a song, and then we're going to come back on the other <laughs> side, and we're going to hear more from Auntie Luke's... Oh. I feel sick. <laughs> Virtual quizzes are so big that I thought we should do our own radio quiz. So here's the deal. Five questions of things that have happened in the past week. 
You guys write down your answers. We'll play a track. We'll come back and we'll see who's got the most. So if you haven't got a pen and paper, get one ready. If at home you want to play along, you can. You can text 07418 You can tweet at Kenneth Radio. Get a pad and a piece of paper, pad of paper and a pen. Get it out and you can play along with us. Remember, these are all about things that have happened in the past week. And we start off with question number one. The Queen celebrated her birthday this week, but how old is she? Is question number one. If you could write down your answers, please. You can also email your answers through if you would like to be uh, marked like a teacher. Apparently, teachers not allowed to use red pens for, um, for wrong now because it means it's too, it's too negative. Really? Yeah, apparently. It's ridiculous. Wow. Oh, my God, there's a kinder egg. Um, Luke, Political correctness gone mad. Luke, can I just remind you, mate, you're on the radio, okay? You're live on the radio right now. I need you to focus on one thing. I know it's difficult. Right, question number two. The Global Citizen Together at Home concert happened last weekend, but who collaborated it all? That is question number two. Can you repeat the question, please? Yes, it is. The Global Citizen Together at Home concert happened last weekend, but who collaborated it all? Okay. Question number three. The BBC hosted a big night in on BBC One on Thursday night to raise money for children in need and comic relief. But who returned uh, But who returned to recreate his famous charity Amarillo video? Question four. Which duo were announced as the hosts of a new Channel 4 reading show this week, which will be filmed from their home? That is a tricky one, but you've got to think about it. Just think about it. Uh, So which duo were announced as the hosts of a new Channel 4 reading show this week, which will be filmed from their home? And finally, question number five. The BBC started a homeschooling series for children, but which celebrity was in the news because he hosted five- to seven-year-old history? And by the way, this would have been genius. Do you need any questions read again, guys? Uh, Yeah, can we have that last one again, please? Yes, the BBC started a homeschooling series for children, but which celebrity was hosting five- to seven-year-old history? Uh, Luke, mm. if you've got all of them. I'm just going to have to make one up for number five. Okay, we'll go through, we're going to play a song, and we're going to come back. Jeremy, are you okay, or you look a bit worried? Yeah, I, I know who's doing geography on that last question, so I wish that was the, I, I, I wish that was the question, but, uh, uh, history. <laughs> have, a, have a little think and try and work it out, and in the meantime, we're going to play a track, we're going to come back and get your answers in just a second. Got to get the answers to the quiz. So, Luke and Jeremy are back. Guys, let's go through and see what answers you got. We'll start with you, Luke. The Queen celebrated her birthday this week. How old is the Queen? 94. 94, he says. What do you say, Jeremy? I put 94 and then crossed it out and put 96. Well, I can tell oh. you that Luke is correct with that oh, one. Why did I do that then? Why did Go with your instinct. 94 for the Queen. Uh, the Global Citizen Together at Home concert happened last weekend. Who collaborated it all? Jeremy. Uh, Lady Gaga. Is correct. What do you say? What did you say, Luke? I also had Lady Gaga. Okay, good. I mean, I'm just trusting you on this, and uh, hopefully I can trust you. Uh, question number three. The BBC, although I've learned today I can't, the BBC hosted a big <laughs> night in on BBC One on Thursday. Who returned to do his famous Amarillo video? We'll go Luke. Uh, I believe it was Mr. Peter K. And I'm assuming, Jeremy, you got that right. I did, yes. 
Okay, yeah. good. Um, this was a tricky one. Which duo were announced as the host of a new Channel 4 reading show this week? It will be filmed from their home. Who are we going for? Jeremy. I went for Richard and Judy. Okay, Luke, who did you go for? I also went for Richard and Judy. <laughs> and you are both correct. It is <laughs> right. Richard and Judy will be hosting a lockdown reading show, because that's what we need in our lives, from their home. So you can watch that on Channel 4 very soon. Um, and the BBC started a homeschooling series for children. Which celebrity surprised the world by being listed as the host of five- to seven-year-old history? Let's start with you, Luke. Well... I've gone with just who I know that you like, which is why I think you chose the question. So I've gone for Brian Cox. Okay, Brian Cox. And Jeremy, who are you going for? Yeah, that wouldn't be history, though. That would be, like, science, wouldn't it? Uh, I went for, for some reason, Russell Brand. Russell Brand. Well, that would be (laughs) psychology, surely, not... Wow. Yeah, all right, touche. Yeah. <laughs> At least mine's a doctor. (laughs) I can tell you that the correct answer was, in fact... Danny Dyer, who did... What? <laughs> what? <laughs> who did five- to seven-year-old history. Uh, hopefully the kids learnt a thing or two from Danny. <laughs> Not sure just about did. how to sling someone out of their pub. Well, he knows yeah. a bit about the Queen Vic, doesn't he? So Queen Victoria, maybe? I don't know. Anyway, five- to seven-year-old history was taught by Danny Dyer. How did you get on? Let us know. 07418 310 210. You can tweet at Kenneth Radio. I can tell you guys, Luke wins 4-3 there. So, oh, yes. in the first quiz, I'm sorry, Jeremy, I'll try to help you next time. Luke is winning. We can't let Luke win too many. We can't let Luke win. If Luke wins too many, his head gets too big, and we can't have that. Reasons to be cheerful. Part three. At the moment, it's very difficult, isn't it? We're all locked away. But there is plenty of reason to be cheerful and hopeful, as Luke is going to start off by telling us. Well, the first thing is they have stopped making some soaps and things, as you mentioned earlier on, but the good thing is they're rerunning all these classic old comedies, so we've got Only Fools and Horses, Foy Towers and all that making the comeback. It's brilliant. I didn't used to watch that much TV, but now I'm a full-on, square-eyed telly addict. And last night they played a repeat of My Family, Series 1, Episode 1, from back in the day, which is such a great programme. I love My Family. That is a great programme. That has always been brilliant, actually. Series after series, just awesome. So you can catch up with all those. That is a brilliant reason to be cheerful. Jeremy, what have you got for us? Uh, Well, I've got the fact that wildlife is flourishing, uh, literally flourishing. Uh, You know, uh, there are animals coming out from all sorts of uh, places. Which sounds wrong now, I've said that, but uh, you know what I mean. There's animals all over the place that normally wouldn't venture out. They're they're getting more brave, which is wonderful, really wonderful. I've seen quite a lot of bees about so far, which is good. Mm. Uh, We need bees. You don't often see bees about. We do need bees, they're very important. So the increase in wildlife is brilliant. Here's another one then. Um, Online classes are being done. There is such a big range with regards to fitness, but it includes stuff like yoga, high-intensity training. We mentioned earlier on about um, Joe Wicks doing his thing, but there's so many different people doing stuff like meditation and Zumba and weight training. So you can do online classes and you can stay fit from your home. So there's so many reasons to be cheerful, and we're going to go through a few more later on on in the show. Uh, Luke and Jeremy still here with us. How's it going, guys? Good. Loving it. Good. This working from home business is brilliant. Yeah, Yeah. you keep saying this. You quite like it. Maybe you should get a job where you can work from home. I don't know. 
my cat's just started to meow, so if you hear a little meow occasionally, then uh, oh. that, that's what that is. Okay, cool. So. It's definitely not your ringtone going off on your phone. No. no a no. little cat that meows every time. Anyway, um, how's, <laughs> lockdown, good idea. how's lockdown been going for you anyway, Jeremy? You've spent another week shutting in your house. You must be loving life. I have, yeah. It's basically how I live my life normally, to be fair. So uh, it's really not changed at all for me, um, but uh, which is a bit weird. And uh, But the only thing that has changed is, you know, I'm just scared about going shopping, basically. Do you know what? I yeah. went in a shop on the way here, and what is... Because we're very unsure at the moment, because some people are saying masks we should be wearing, some people are saying we shouldn't be, so we're a bit confused about it. But this woman, yeah. this woman was in the shop, and she had incredibly short shorts on and i mean incredibly short shorts <laughs> but she also had a face mask on and i was thinking there's you don't need to be covering your face you want to focus on <laughs> on putting a bit more clothing on before you um before you start well, covering the face absolutely because it's mucous membranes isn't it that's uh you know <laughs> absolutely it's, 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 it's all you call it <laughs> yeah. that, that's how the infection gets in you know exactly so yeah. just just be a little bit careful if you are. remember everybody stay at home <laughs> We're going to play something that we do every now and then, and it's called In For A Penny. And it's a great chance for Luke and Jeremy and I to just discuss how much we'd need to be paid to do certain ridiculous things. And we'll start off with wearing lipstick every day for the next month. Um, Luke, what do you reckon? Just free? Um, no, gosh, no. I wouldn't like to do that. I get really funny about this stuff and lip balms and things as well. I don't want that anywhere near me. It's weird. And I think there's a possibility that you might start to like it and that frightens me as well. So <laughs> do, you, do you not like like, like kissing kissing like, you know, if your girlfriend has uh has lipstick on, do you not like kissing her kind of thing? I, I don't mind kissing girls who are wearing it. <laughs> m- 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 maybe that's the problem if a boy wears it, maybe I'd want to kiss them too. I, I don't know. <laughs> I think <laughs> I, I think for me it'd be quite high because what if somebody wants to kiss me if I'm all Dressed up all pretty, and then I put on these alluring lip colours. Hucker up, Luke. It's only a kiss. Come on. Yeah, I guess you're right. <laughs> as long as it I, doesn't still, escalate, you're fine. I mean, I, I was going to say I'd want quite a lot, but my quite a lot might be different to what yours is. I'd want fifty pounds a day. So if it's for a week, wow, it's for a month. For a month? Oh, yeah. Okay, so that's if it's a thirty-day month, that is one thousand five hundred pounds. One thousand five hundred pounds to wear lipstick every day for a month, Jeremy. What do you reckon? Well, for a start, I reckon that's an awful lot more than some absolutely disgusting things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, Didn't he... I, I, I question him. Two weeks ago, know. I'm sure he said he'd brush his teeth with toilet water, um, and that was fine. 50p or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and yet wearing lipstick, that is yeah. shocking. Uh, yeah. You, what... <laughs> uh, yeah, nobody sent me a postal order. Okay. <laughs> well, what do you reckon, Jeremy? What are you going for? Uh, you know, I know I always kind of slip in an extra question, but it, it does kind of depend on the colour. Uh, I don't know whether that says more about me than okay, anything else. Let's go bright red, noticeably red. Noticeably red. Okay, I think... Um, 50 quid. <laughs> do you know what? Uh, I'm up for paying you 50 quid to see you do that. <laughs> I am up for paying you 50 quid to see you do that. I'm, I'm game with that. We'll get 50 quid easily, don't worry about that. I was going to go like 500 quid. What's happened to you? You're like the really? new Luke Smith. Yeah. That's what, well, 50 quid is like £1.20 a day, right? That is less than you donate to give an African child some water or something. 
You know, you know what I think. I think gender is a construct, and you know, uh, wearing lipstick, whatever. If you want to wear lipstick, great, go for it. You know, think about um, uh, Joe Exotic. Yeah, exactly. the amount of eyeliner he wears. Exactly. Yeah, that's, that's... probably probably doesn't know he's in prison. Or, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Not so much. I don't imagine. We are going to do a confession session. If you've never heard this before, I'm Luke Smith. Could take this anywhere. Like he could with most things. It's where we get to have a chance to just confess something that happened to us. Maybe this week, maybe just in general. I've been asking the guys to kind of come up with something, to have a little confession. Who wants to go... Do you want me to go first? I'll show you how it's done. Uh, this week, yeah. I, I was very, very worried for a long, long time because... I lost my keys to the Kennet Radio studios and the building. I lost the keys. I couldn't find them anywhere. I didn't know where they were. Turns out they were on the they were on the ground where I'd been led the night before. They were outside all night because I. Hang on. Well, you'd been led the night before outside. I'd been stargazing. We'll go through it a little bit later. Have you not been stargazing? It's one of my reasons to be cheerful. We'll go through it in a bit. Is stargazing like a euphemism for drinking? No, although I, one day I did have a drink and watch the stars. What's not, what's not to like, OK? It's great. That's my confession. I lost the Kennet Radio keys. I thought for a second, they're never going to give me another set after this. They're never going to give me another set. Anyway, I found them again, so it's all good. Luke, what have you got? I found a website that enabled you to send emails from an account that looked like somebody else's. Oh, no. So I worked to the, I worked to the young lady who'd been browsing the internet I could see from the other side of the office so I forged an email that looked like it was from the head of the company saying that she should not be using it for personal use she was in a lot of trouble and please immediately go to his office for disciplinary action and I thought it'd be hilarious I sent it and then watched and the colour drained out of oh, her face she looked terrified and she just closed the laptop down um, and sat there looking sick I did run over to her immediately and confess up because she looked so bad. But I thought it was going to be hilarious. You're um, just a horrible person, <laughs> aren't you? <laughs> I honestly, I was weighing myself inside, planning the whole thing and giggling away. And then, literally, as she read the email, she went completely white. And she, she just—I don't know what she was going to do. She just closed the laptop down. I thought she was going to run off and well, she probably, I, I don't know, leave. She probably thought she was going to get fired any second. And oh my <laughs> word, Julia, uh, Jeremy, give us something that's a little bit better than that, please, please. Do you know what? That has actually reminded me of something that I did about 20-something years ago, quite similar, uh, which I definitely won't say on air because I know that two of my best friends got disciplined and uh, one person who was actually a friend of a friend actually lost their job. So, oh, no! <laughs> yeah, so, but I, and so I'm obviously not going to do that. Uh, but I am going to talk about... I'll tell you off, I, um, I, I am going to talk about what happened to me uh, just uh, a week or so ago. Now, you may remember that um, I had food poisoning. Mm, I do. Uh, apologies in advance if you're eating, by the way. Uh, particularly if it's soup. Um, <laughs> oh, oh, no. Uh, no. What colour soup would be the worst? <laughs> no, 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 no. Let's, let's just keep this back on track. What, what, what's the confession? Let's have it. Okay, essentially, yeah, actually, I'm already feeling a bit bad for talking about this one uh, now, but essentially, you know, you know, when, you, when you're really, really ill, like with food poisoning, and, uh, you, you know, you're, you're, you're in, the, in, the, in, the, in the loo, 
and you suddenly realise that you've got to spin 180 degrees. Yeah, it's what I call the danger zone. I get into the danger zone sometimes with that, and it's not nice. <laughs> it's it's not nice. Well, I wasn't quite quick enough, uh, so I've I've got to redecorate my uh, my ensuite now. Oh <laughs> no! <laughs> so, yes. Oh my and, 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 and the the worst thing is, you're not allowed to go out to get paint. I'm not even sure this is a confession. This is just a sick... I don't even know what this is. <laughs> <laughs> this is just horrible. It, it's all I could think of because, you know, generally I'm a saint and I don't do anything that I need to confess about. Well, if you've got any confessions, please keep them light-hearted and not about poo if you can. 07418... Oh, that wasn't about poo, can oh. I just say. Oh. It, it was the other It was the other swap. Okay. <laughs> so, 07418 310 or tweet at Kennet Radio. Throughout the show, we've been doing something uh, with the help of Ian Jury called Reasons to be Cheerful, and I think it's about time we give you a few more reasons of why you can wear a smile at the moment. Reasons to be Cheerful, part three. The first one, by the way, for this for this little batch, I would just like to say, is the fact that the Super Saturday Showdown is live on Kennet Radio all the way through till 6pm. Why can you... You can be cheerful. We're on air till 6pm entertaining you. That's a great reason to be cheerful. Anyway, we'll move on to you, Luke. What have we got? Well, Emma's cheerful because I'm out of her way for that long. She's loving it. <laughs> she is. I bet she is. Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, we've got to deal with you, but it's fine. We'll work our way around it. Uh, Jeremy, you got anything? Um, well, I, I think um, I, I wanted to do one that's been had already. Can I just bring it up again? And that's Sophie Ellis Baxter's Kitchen Discos. I knew you were going to do this, but go for it. You can, I'll allow it at this occasion. Because uh, I, uh, like Luke, I believe, uh, um, uh, totally, totally and utterly in love with her. Um, and I just think it's awesome. And it's it's family fun, you know. It's, uh, it's just a really enjoyable thing uh, on the internet right now. Uh, and, and, you know, it's got Sophie Ellis-Bextor in it. Well, there you go. Do, 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 do you know what? It's, it's enchanting. And her husband joins her, who's the bass player, I think, for The Feeling. He is, he's indeed. Got, he's got and a Star he's Wars related as well. bass guitar. <laughs> Yeah. Well, get, get your lippy on, Jeremy. You never know. You might be in their kitchen. <laughs> there you go. Um, get invited in. <laughs> more reasons to be cheerful this week. The skies have been entertaining us with the Starlinks going over, the satellites that were often visible but sometimes not in the sky. We've been looking out for them. And also a meteor shower this week, which means I saw about seven or eight shooting stars this week. That was why I was led on the ground and I lost the Kennet Radio Keys, by the way. It was nothing else. Um, uh, but, Luke, <laughs> you've got an issue with this star thing. Well, this not an issue. We owe everybody an apology, of course, um, because lots of people have been led on their backs looking up, thinking they're seeing the Starlink satellites coming in. Obviously, it's an extended show. It is the biggest show. We do have to struggle logistically to get it in, so we had to employ Elon Musk to get the biggest show into the studio this week. It was mm. up in the sky. Lots of people saw it, got confused, thought it was Starlink. Sorry about that. Sorry, everybody. We're so sorry. Um, but we, we try our best. In the meantime, there's loads of Twitter accounts you can follow to, uh, to find out about the Starlinks and when you can next see them. It's thoroughly entertaining. I haven't actually seen a decent one yet, but I'm going to keep on trying when it's not cloudy. Right, we've got to move on because it is time for a game called Which One of Us? Now, this is very simple. Luke and I will read out a story. It's about one of us, but which one of us? It's simple as that. Jeremy is going to try and guess, and he's not usually very good at this. Luke, do you want to go first, or should I? I think you should go first. You're the host, you're the big boy. Okay, I will go first. So, my Which One of Us is this? 
There was a point when I had a job where I had to do some delivery driving. And during this job, when I was on... <laughs> when I was on the doorstep of a customer, I had a poorly tummy at the time. And when I <laughs> tried to break wind... <laughs> it wasn't a trustworthy fart. Um, 106.7, Kenneth Radio. <laughs> Thanks for that. Um, I, I, I can't, I can say it. Um, I mean, I, 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 um, I, I soiled myself on a customer's doorstep. Who? Luke! <laughs> sorry, sorry. Luke. Luke. You, Luke. Okay, so you're going for Luke. Luke, did you soil yourself on a customer's doorstep? I did not. <laughs> oh! <laughs> yeah, that was me. That's um, it. Oh. Yeah, I had to pull over and um, ditch the underwear because it was that bad. Um, it's a bit of one of those awkward ones where, wow. you know... It's, Gosh, um, that's a confession. Yeah, well, it's a confession, but it's also which one of us. I, I had to come up with a story that I thought maybe, <laughs> maybe you know, you wouldn't work it out. So there you go, a little confession for you. If you're having your, your afternoon snack, I do apologise for that. And uh, if you were one time delivered to by an Asda delivery driver who then sort of hobbled away uh, rather awkwardly, that was me, and I had just soiled myself. Anyway, we're going to go... Did you? Can I just ask, did you put that in the accident book? <laughs> very good this is more of a reason by the way why people should vote for james sit down because i should have sat down then you see yeah. and it's also it's also make it worse it's also the number two's round as well so sit down is perfect anyway we'll go through another which one of us after this And we're now going over to Luke to read out a story. Jeremy just has to work out which one of us would I have dared to embarrass myself twice. It's happened before many times, don't worry. And am I going to blemish my otherwise perfectly incorrect record? <laughs> yes, it's true. <laughs> oh, attention. Ruin it all by getting one right. Attention, I just can't take it. Right, off we go then. What do you reckon, uh, Luke? On you go. Well, we're straight in with this one. It is, I once whited out after drinking my mate's homebrew beer. That was a good two weeks off being ready. He insisted that we should wait, but he had been brewing it for what seemed like so long, I just couldn't wait. I convinced him that we should go ahead and dive on in, pandering to his ego and telling him how great it would be. Now, it was brewed to be strong, but I think without coming fully to fruition, the effects were accentuated, and after a few bottles, I was feeling rather squiffy. <laughs> I decided at about 11pm it was time to go home, my tummy was gurgling, and I was burping as if it was me that was fermenting. <laughs> when I got home, I got really dizzy, and as I went to climb the stairs, everything went strangely light. I felt warm, and my vision got brighter and brighter until everything was white, and I felt myself falling to the ground. I was convinced that I was dying, but made total peace with it. It was a surprisingly calm and relaxing experience. I didn't panic, just allowed the calm to wash over me and accepted it. I had died. <laughs> I, th I then awoke at 4am with quite a headache as I'd been using the bottom stairs as a pillow which hadn't worked. I was happy I hadn't died though, shrugged the whole thing off and went upstairs to bed. <laughs> Where do you go with that one then? <sighs> wow. Um, 
I mean, let's face it, it could be both of you. I mean, of course. <laughs> of course. Um, I, I'm going to go Luke. You're going to go with Luke. Luke, was it you? Well... Jeremy, you have blemished yourself. It was me. Yes! I drank so much unready homebrew, I thought I had died. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know whether I'm absolutely delighted to be right or just absolutely gutted to ruin my perfect history of being wrong. I, I'm confused. Wow, it's, it's very tough. It's very tough. It is time for another round of Reasons to be Cheerful, part three. Loads of reasons to remain positive at the moment, isn't there, Luke Smith? Oh, there is tons. One that is very close to my heart, and people who know me well will know this is particularly close to my heart. Free parking in Newbury. They made all the car parks free. What so that if you have to go out for your essential journey, you don't have to worry about messing around getting tickets. You oh. can go get what you need and go straight home. What a great thing for a council to do. Make parking free when you're not allowed out of your house. Great, great, guys. <laughs> well done. <laughs> uh, we can't go anywhere, but if we could... We can park for free. Exactly. Uh, I think it's worth saying it's only the council car park, so it's not the privately owned ones, I believe. Worth adding that as a yes. little... Uh, so if you get a parking ticket, don't send it to Kenny Radio. Um, <laughs> Jeremy, what have you got? Uh, I've got a change in attitudes. Um, in particular, I'd like to define that in more detail. And Now, on some of the Facebook groups, you've got this sort of history of Newbury Facebook groups. And some of the photos that have po been posted recently are of a Newbury market, say, about, you know, 30 years ago. And the one thing about Newbury market about 30 years ago, it was much, much bigger than it was now. And I started fantasizing. How much would I like to go now around the market, picking up some fresh produce and giving it a smell and going, oh, yeah, I'll I'll have that one. <laughs> and so maybe this whole thing is just going to make us use markets more, shop locally more, and just really enjoy that whole process of going out and feeding food. I actually... <laughs> <laughs> if, you, if you see what I mean. <laughs> yeah, I actually think you're right in general about that. I think people will shop local again, and I think that... For, I hope it lasts long. I hope it's not one of those things that lasts like a few months and then people forget and just carry on going. I hope people appreciate the people that are the real heroes that are still actually working instead of the people that are working. I mean, if you were signed off immediately and had to work from home, you're nothing compared to someone who works on the checkouts in Tesco's, and that's the reality. That is what it's shown us right now, the heroes in our society. I just want to say another one as well, reasons to be cheerful. Get this. Captain Tom Moore, we spoke about him earlier, he's the oldest person to ever get a number one single. He's 100 this week. He's received so many 100 birthday cards from members of the general public. Post office staff have had to take over an empty school to fill them with. They've had <laughs> 40,000 greetings have arrived so far from members of the public. Um, £28 million raised uh, for the NHS for walking 100 lengths of his garden. What an absolute hero. They've actually got an empty school full of birthday cards for him that's incredible that's that's amazing i do you know what i've done almost as well as him because i've been out there clapping every week yeah exactly <laughs> i mean we've all been clapping and by the way that's another reason to be cheerful the unity and the togetherness of going out and clapping is amazing on thursday it was great again luke i know you it gets you every week doesn't it 
Yeah, it does. I mean, I, I will be very honest. I, I was sceptical about the first one because I thought, is, is it just a bit of a gimmick to make everybody else feel better? But I read some stories about the difference that it made to the lives of the people who were directly affected. The positivity and the feeling of gratitude that it gave to them spurred them on to, to carry on going and doing what they're doing. So it's great. It's brilliant. And all of my neighbours do it. Everybody. Yeah. No exceptions. Everybody comes out and does it. Uh, in the meantime, we're going to play a game of fact or fictionary. Very simple, guys. I'm going to give you a word and a definition. You have to tell me if it's fact, correct, or fictionary, the wrong definition for that word. Um, bonus marks if you can uh, get these words into general conversation later on in the show. So keep an eye on some of them. We'll start off with Luke, because you're on my left of my screen. And we're going to give you Bad Mash. But is Bad Mash a hooligan? No. Well, you've got to use the words. It's fact or fictionary. Oh, sorry. Uh, or do I have to use it in a sentence? Okay, you nearly made me swear then, so can you not, please? Because it's like... <laughs> sorry, no, I believe bad mash is when you mix two songs together badly. <laughs> well, I mean, that probably is right, but it is also a hooligan. So wrong for number one for Luke Smith. We move on to Jeremy Sharp. Bambosh. Is bambosh a rude or playful kiss? Fact or fictionary? That is fact. It's not. It's fictionary, I'm afraid. <sighs> bambosh is actually deceptive nonsense. Um, so there you go. You can uh, say what you want about that. Uh, we'll move yes, on. I could almost get political, couldn't it? Well, you could, yes. <laughs> uh, let's not, though. Luke. Um, oh, no. Let's not get into more trouble. Um, let's go on to Luke. Bed swerver. Luke, bed swerver. Someone with an untidy bedroom is a bed swerver. What do you reckon? Oh, that's interesting. Um, no, I don't think it is. I think that's fictionary. You are correct. It is fictionary because a bed swerver is an unfaithful spouse, which is a great word. Oh, don't, that's brilliant. Don't be calling them a cheating this or that. Just call them a bed swerver. That's such a posh, <laughs> lovely way of saying I hate you. Okay, let's move on to Jeremy. Bindlestiff. Is Bindlestiff a fact? Is that a fact or fictionary? Is it a tramp? Bind Bindlestiff. Bindlestiff. I'm going to go with fictionary. You are wrong, I'm afraid. It's, in fact, a tramp. That is correct. We've got one more for each of you, so we'll start off with you, Luke. Gentacular. Is gentacular breakfast? Is that fact or fictionary? No, gentacular must be a different name for my friend Jen, who's spectacular. <laughs> <laughs> I quite like that. Uh, it's not... It is actually anything related to breakfast. It's known as gentacular. Really? Yes. Gentacular. Um, not anymore, Jen. <laughs> And well, there's got to be a Latin reason for that or something, hasn't it? Is yeah. Gen Latin for morning or something? We just don't look at that because that's the boring bit, Jeremy. Um, <laughs> yeah, sorry. <laughs> we'll tell you this, though. This is your final one. Titty Nope. Is Titty Nope a small portion of something left over? Fact or fictionary? And you can level up and draw if you get this right. <sighs> titty Nope. T <laughs> <laughs> is that is that how you can can you spell it for me? T I T T Y N O P E. Titty nope. Uh I think that is fiction, Brie. It's in fact fact. It is oh, I could it is I could see on your face the second I said that. You were disappointed <laughs> for me. I was, yeah, because I had a tiebreaker <laughs> and everything, but we don't need to oh. use it. Uh, so Luke wins that round of fact or fictionary. <laughs> Luke's left, but luckily, or unluckily, Auntie Luke's here. Uh, how's, well, it, how's it going, Auntie Luke? 
Well, hello, dearie. How are you doing? I'm really good, thank you. Um, wow, well, a little bit apprehensive, let's say. Um, but don't worry, if you do hear some kind of siren music, I know you're of the age where perhaps you might think that it is the air raid siren, you've got to go down to the shelter. It's not. Uh, it's just telling you to just, just pipe down for a second, OK? And we'll reassess the situation. But I am so glad that you've written some diaries for us and you've included it in part of the show. Got to stop talking because I might throw up. So on you go. <laughs> well, dearies, um, I wanted to talk about after I left the nunnery, I'd been involved with the church since I was a younger girl. But as I'd gotten older, I was discovering a new side to all of the groups and enjoying many new experiences that I was having with all different members. Sorry, sorry, I was a little bit trigger-happy there. Sorry, carry on. That is ridiculous. As a young woman, I'd already discovered that I was exceptionally good with the vicar and the bishop's ringers. That's right, so I decided to join the church bell-ringing team. I'd been very lucky since leaving the nunnery school. Uh, I wasn't sure whether to have gone off for a proper job, so I took a year out and basically decided to have it off, you know, for 12 months. This gave me plenty of time to pursue hobbies. Uh, I did a bit of part-time work selling ice creams locally. I drove a van at weekends with one of those fancy tunes that plays, you know, so I wanted the whole village to hear when I was coming, basically. Anyway, the vicar asked me to help him out as I had the spare time, and as I'd bent over backwards for him plenty of times before, this seemed like an easy way to help by getting on the end of one of his shiny clappers. We decided to do... Ding dong... <laughs> Is there a problem at all, Jeremy? Can we just clarify some of the... Uh, what what a clapper? It's the inside of the bell housing, Jeremy, that uh, hits against itself in order to make the noise when you're playing with a big donger. Is that what it is? Right. OK, I'm sorry, I hadn't realised that. Did you not oh, know go, that? Carry on. Well, OK, carry on, Auntie Dick. Sorry, sorry for interrupting. <laughs> uh, we decided to do Ding Dong Merrily on High. So the vicar grabbed the biggest bell he could, and I made do with the smallest. Uh, as we started off, I could see the crowd loved my little ding, but they were really impressed with his big dong. As he swung it backwards and forwards, it glistened. As the light reflected off of the big bell end, and he let me have a go with it. It must have been quite a sight. Me standing there swinging both ways with two large shiny instruments in my hand. I don't know. The big I, one. <laughs> I have no idea how I went first then. I... I... <laughs> oh, thank you very much for that, Auntie Luke. I really enjoyed your story. Um, I'm intrigued. Well, I was just going to tell you about the big one. No, I don't <laughs> think we need any more of that story, I, to I, be honest. I think, <laughs> I think we got it, actually, Auntie Luke. Reasons to be cheerful. Part three. Go through some more reasons to be cheerful. Yes, it's a strange time at the moment, but there are some reasons to be cheerful, as Jeremy Sharp is going to tell us about. Yeah, absolutely. And it's personal challenges. Not not challenges as as in, like, you know, really, really difficult things. I know some people are doing lots of really difficult things like walking and running and, and all sorts of exercise that I just couldn't imagine doing. But... You know, where you, where you just challenge yourself to do something different. So, uh, people are learning instruments. Yeah. Which I think is really cool. Um, my particular thing, um, I, you know, and, and this started from a conversation I was having. It was a group chat with some friends, uh, which everyone's doing now on, you know, Facebook Messenger or whatever. And uh, and someone just said, you know, because everyone's saying, oh, is anyone drinking more than they usually do? Is anyone eating more than they usually do? And someone, sa- someone said, we're, we're all going to turn into fat alcoholics. <laughs> At which point I said... 
for some of us, that's less of a transformation. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, and that really got me thinking. So, uh, I've started having, you know, several nights off drinking. And, you know, I normally have a glass of wine. I say a glass of wine. Normally, I have a couple of glasses of wine. It's a flipping big glass, isn't it? And <laughs> 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 um, I last night, you know, nothing to drink at all. And, yeah. uh, you know, absolutely is, fine. Is that because you're trying to drink less, or is that because you furloughed your butler and now you don't <laughs> <laughs> That is a, it's a good one though. It's a reason to be cheerful. Is that, is that actually it has made people aware of stuff like that? And I, I swear that more people are getting involved with fitness now than they have done before. So it's a really good one to point out. And yes, yeah. you know, have a few days off a week um, off of the drink if you are if you feel like you're drinking too much. Do do it because it's good for you. Well done, Jeremy. And I will tell you something. I tell you all the time. Just because the bottle is made out of glass, that doesn't mean it counts as a glass of wine. It still counts as a bottle. So just remember that. <laughs> uh, more reasons to be cheerful, though, Luke. What have you got? Uh, I've got creative baking, mate, which is one that I know you've sort of delved your toes smashed into as well. You've been it. doing a bit of cooking. Smash people it, sort of, Yeah. Uh, and it's great. People say, oh, we've run out of bread. What do we do? Make some bread. And people are learning to... And again, it comes down to skills and it comes down to improving yourself and your knowledge. And people are making bread, cakes, lots of different things. And it's just wonderful seeing everybody's pictures. And Facebook is full again of everybody's dinners, which is much better than arguing about politics and stuff. <laughs> yeah, thanks for that, Luke. Uh, the only problem I've had with baking at the moment is I keep getting a soggy bottom and I don't know how to sort that out. <laughs> Maybe that's one for Auntie Luke for later. Um, but my reasons to be cheerful is virtual pubs. Because virtual pubs have suddenly come out of nowhere and not only are they a great way, I know we've just told you not to drink, but they're a great way of socialising with your friends and having a drink at the weekend. They're also tackling loneliness caused by social isolation for some people. So the virtual pubs are great as well. If you've got any more reasons to be cheerful, we'll go through some more in the final hour. Um, But after this, we're going to do the frustration station. You've got your final chance to get involved. If there's anything that's annoyed you this week, it can be anything. It can be anything you like. Something that's annoyed you, we will do the frustration station after Pitbull. It is, of course, the frustration station. It's the highlight of my week. I love moaning, as you all know, as Luke and Jeremy are well aware. And um, oh, yes. this week, <laughs> we could all be moaning about stuff. But what are we moaning about? Well, I'm going to moan about something that's very obvious, and we've all been talking about it, but we are still in lockdown. We all know we're still in lockdown. But why do some people not quite get it? I know of some, mm. some people who are still going around their grandparents' houses. They're still popping out all the time, going out to see friends, going out to see loved ones. They're doing everything completely normally. It's very simple. This isn't difficult. Stay at home. If you're so thick that you can't get it into your head that you have to stay at home because otherwise people could get this virus and die, then I don't know what more we can give you. I don't know what more we can do. Stay at home. It's very simple. Don't go to your boss's house. Don't go to your grandma's house. Don't be an idiot. Stay at home. It's wound me up again this week. Luke. I'd just like to offer my support for that, everything you've just said. Thank you. Thank you very much. We'll move on to Luke. Luke, what's annoyed you this week? Although you've been quite positive, annoyingly. Yeah, well, I'm just trying to embrace the best of everything. But what's annoyed me is the disruption to my peace and quiet by overly loud vehicles, motorcycles, and people driving too fast. If you do have to go out to make an essential journey, you'd have to go past my house revving the 
be Jesus out of your motorcycle. You don't have to be going fast, putting yourself at risk and everybody else, risking an accident, risking our emergency service, having to come out and deal with your stupidity. So if you have to make an essential journey, walk. And if you have to get in your car, drive it sensibly and slowly and not past my house. Do you know what? That is a very good point, actually, because I've seen that. And I was out on the motorway the other day. I popped down to Bournemouth just to have a little walk <laughs> around the beach. And I, I didn't. I, didn't. Um, uh, I had to go somewhere really, really important for, for care of an elderly person. And people were just driving in the fast lane at, at like 60 miles an hour. People undertaking at about 100 and something. It's like all the rules have gone on the roads. Yeah. Very strange. It's, it's not fast lane, by the way. It's the overtaking lane, but I'm with you. Yeah, you're absolutely right to point that out. You pedant, you pedant honestly. So, uh, <laughs> is there anything that's been winding you up, Jeremy? I'll tell you what we'll do. We'll play a song and we'll come back and have yours in a second because I know you want to have a lengthy moan. So we'll do it <laughs> on the other side of Ram Jam Be- Black Betty, which is the next track to play on the Super Saturday Showdown. More frustrations coming next. going to hand over to Jeremy to have a little moan in a second. I have got a good one that's come through though from Ray who said, he's texting to say, the roads are quiet, you are the only car on the road, on the way to get some essential shopping or something, someone still pulls out of a side road right in front of you. It's a good point. If you are using the roads at the moment, I know it's safe to assume that nobody else is going to be on the roads but it's obviously not safe, is it? Because some people are going to be going for essential travel. And guess what? Ambulances, they use the roads. So if you pull out in front of an ambulance and it crashes into you, how will you feel about that? Just because it's quieter on the roads doesn't mean you have to take your attention off it. Keep your eyes on the road and be sensible. Come on. Sorry, Jeremy, I'm taking out your time. Yes. Off you go. No, no, quite. Absolutely. Uh, totally agree. So um, my frustration at the station this week is, I say that like I do it every week. I don't get to do it every week. I've only allowed on a couple of times. Um, maybe that should be my frustration this time. But no, it you, is. You can come on whenever you like. You know that. Thank you. Thank you. Um... <laughs> The possibly the most stupid narcissistic uh, man in the entire world, Luke. Uh, <laughs> what, you, what you got against Luke? <laughs> no, I said in the world, not not the country. Sorry, sorry. Uh, oh, there's worse. There's worse. <laughs> uh, uh, Donald Trump. Oh. Uh, I, he's just driving me to, you know, right at the beginning, obviously, you know, most of us in the same world were going, I can't believe he got elected. That's quite <laughs> a surprise. And that's just turned to complete uh, disbelief, you know. Mm. And now he's talking about, you know, oh, have we tried injecting uh, disinfectant? That that might be something that we could give a go. I know, we? I know. Let, let's just say, don't do that because you'll die. Yeah. Uh, which is quite an important fact um that he was overlooking and it's also the way that he's talking as if you know he's coming up with these ideas and all the all his medical experts are going oh that's a good one donald <laughs> yeah we'll, we'll give we didn't think about that maybe we'll give that one a try yeah he's a, the guy is a narcissist but he's a thick narcissist <laughs> and and he's got the most powerful important job in the world I and mean, what what can we take from that I, I, I just don't, I don't know, know. I don't know what we do with that. All I know is this. Um, those are the words of Jeremy Sharp. He's completely right. Donald Trump is just a moron, isn't he? <laughs> well, he won't get in again because all his supporters will be dead, but, but very clean inside. He will get in again. That's the problem. 
in fairness, we could moan about Trump all day, but we're not going to because we've got to say goodbye to Jeremy now. Jeremy. Oh, I've really enjoyed it, guys. And uh, I also did uh, look up the fact when we were talking about bell ropes mm. and uh, all sorts of things like that. And we were, I was trying to remember the name of the thick, girthy part of the of the bell rope that you sort of <laughs> hang on to yeah. until you've pulled the bell. Then you've got to let it go and hold on to the bit of rope below it. Uh, that thick, girthy, fluffy part is called oh. the Sally. Well, there Ooh. you go. Yeah. Wow. So there you go. Sally. Well, thank you for that. I mean, you don't want to see the, the your face. You're like so happy with that. It was I kind of... <laughs> I kind of am not sure. But anyway, thank you very much for coming in and doing the show with us. Anyway, we have enjoyed it. Luke and I are going to finish the last 90 minutes together. And I've heard there might be something going on in a few weeks' time similar to this. So I'm sure we'll be speaking to more of you. And, of course, we speak to him every week on the Saturday Showdown. A quick round of applause for Jeremy Sharp. Oh. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Been a pleasure. Reasons to be cheerful. Part three. One, two, three. And first of all, I want to say... Congratulations to everybody from West Berkshire's virtual choir who did the version of I'd Like to Teach the World to Sing. If you haven't seen the video yet, it's great. I saw it the other day. That song will get stuck in your head all day, by the way. If you if you listen to it, it'll get stuck in your head all day. So just be aware of that. What a great, what a great thing to do. A great thing to put together. Fantastic, guys. Um, so the idea came after local nurse Sarah Franklin. She works at Basingstoke and Northampshire Hospital. Requested a song on Chris Bolton's breakfast show. From there, it's all spiralled to this. And it's fantastic. So if you haven't looked at it, it's on the Kennet Radio website. Go to kennetradio.com. Any more reasons to be cheerful, Luke? Oh, yeah, well, things in windows have really cheered me up. You know all the uh, pictures of rainbows and people putting things that kids can look out for? And then in Thatcham, it's gone next level. There's a Facebook group called Joining Together, uh, and they've been encouraging people to do cardboard cutouts of themselves and put them up against all the fences around all the parks and around all the public areas. So it looks like there's still lots of people out, lots of smiles still going on. So I think Facebook pages spreading positivity are brilliant. They're a reason to be cheerful. Newbury and Thatch and Berkshire, their Facebook page as well, has been just super positive, giving out all the information of takeaways that are still open and, and dealing with all the little things that, you know, bits of information that you need to know. Yeah, and thank you for that. If you are a source of information during this, and we like to think that we are as well at Kennet Radio, we're just trying to keep you entertained and keep you informed throughout all of this. It's weird times at the moment, but like we keep on saying, stay at home. We will all get through this together. Before we go any further, though, let's all just be a little bit worried, just a little bit worried, because it is time for Auntie Luke. Uh, so, Auntie Luke, are you, are you there? Well, hello, dearie. Hello, how's it going? Well, everything is okay, um, but I keep on committing faux pas because the language these days is different to what it was in my day and I don't know, I, I say things that I think are perfectly fine. Auntie Luke, we are going to get your diary extracts and we're going to put them on the podcast so anybody who doesn't want to listen to them doesn't have to but that way it's just fair for everybody. I want to be fair for everybody so we'll do that but in the meantime, uh, I've got a little dilemma for you to help someone out with if you don't mind this is what you're good at, this is what you're good at I'd, I'd, I'd love to help and I'm sure you've had this problem. This comes from a lady who's in Thatcham at the moment. Um, she has She's put a very long email here, and essentially the first bit says about how she's now got a mobile phone. It's an Apple phone. Um, her family have given it to her, explaining that during lockdown it can be quite easy 
to um to to send messages to your family and stuff like that so she's been trying to keep on with her family um she had to to go to a dentist appointment and um unfortunately she set her alarm on her new phone to 7 p.m instead of 7 a.m she missed yeah she missed waking up and annoyingly therefore missed the bus so there was i she says at eight o'clock on a wednesday morning with a dentist appointment i was going to be late for no means of getting it she whipped out of her phone out of her cardigan pocket called an uber and went there like that but when she was at the dentist and this is the key all went well, or so she thought. It wasn't until Ooh. she went to bed she realised that her dentures didn't quite fit properly. She took them out, popped them on the side, and has only remembered them now. Four weeks on since the lockdown started, she found the dentures on the side of the bed with all manner of mould and the like growing on them. And of course, she cannot phone the dentist now because it's the lockdown. What on earth can she mm. do? And she just goes on to say she means that the dentures, they fit in her mouth, okay, but she couldn't get them to fit in the glass by the side of her bed. Okay, and now uh, and now they're all mouldy. I'm sure it's something that you've been through. What can she do, Auntie Luke? Well, she should listen to him for a penny and ascertain how much money it would take her to put those in her mouth without cleaning them. And then you can base on that how much of a problem that really is. Now for me, dear, I don't like to eat much, so I don't eat throughout the day. So I'd have a good old suck on those dentures and clean them off. And penicillin used to grow on bread, you know, back when I was a girl. Yeah. It was fine and it would make you better. Donald Trump now says you can inject yourself with disinfectant. Yes, so, I mean, remember, this is much, much better than re- that. Remember, we say <laughs> do not do that because it's going to make you very sick. A hundred percent categorically do not do not go anywhere near Dettol other well, than to clean things. Do not put yeah. it in any part of your body. Well, there you have it. Old people have tons of cleaning products in their cupboards you will have some ajax in there from 1957 probably <laughs> go and get that put some ajax powder into a glass put your dentures in there and and just let them slowly clean themselves off overnight and disaffect the next morning take them into the shower with you and shower them off thoroughly whilst you're washing put them onto the side so they continue to get rinsed and then pop them back in and you won't be all gummy, and you can start eating all the delicious things that you can bake around your house during this lockdown. So I'll just I'll just say in case people don't work out what Auntie Luke is saying there, she's saying use things that are sensible to clean that product so that you can put it back in your mouth afterwards, and then you can carry on using them. Clean them thoroughly, but with something that you can use and then put in your body, and nothing like Dettol or Ajax or whatever Donald Trump was telling you to do. You ignore that, and you... Play safe at all times, Auntie Luke. Yes, please. Also, absolutely, yes. And, of course, with your new smartphone, Mm. you can take a picture of yourself without your dentures, if you like. You can go on various websites there. You might get a lot of interest from some young men without the dentures, and you uh, might not need... We're going to have to move on, I'm afraid, Auntie Luke. But thank you very much for... You've had a busy day today on the show, and we want to just say thank you. Just a very quick game of horse or morse now, Luke. You wanted to play this. It's very simple. I'm going to give you the name. You've got to tell me if it's a horse that has run in races, a racehorse, or is it the name of an episode of Inspector Morse? Let's see how you get on with this. Number one is Absolute Conviction. That has got to be a horse. It's actually an episode of Inspector Morse, Luke. Come on. Oh, this is a good game. Uh, Number (laughs) number two. Number two, horse or morse, fat chance. What do you reckon? Episode of Morse. Is correct. There you go. I knew you'd seen some morse. Okay, let's go for the next one, which is tough kick. Tough kick, horse or morse? I I think that's morse as well. I've never seen an episode of Inspector Morse, but I've read some books. 
Okay, I can tell you it's horse. It's actually, wow. It's actually horse, I'm afraid. Uh, we'll do oh, a couple no. more. Do, uh, dramatic pause. Dramatic pause. What do you reckon that is? Definitely a horse. It is indeed. And I'll give you all on this then. Born to Sting. Is that an episode of Inspector Morse or is it a horse? Born to Sting. What are you going for? That has got to be an episode of Inspector Morse. Oh, sure. Luke, it's a horse. Oh. oh, no, I'm sorry. You haven't done overly well on horse or Morse. It's a, uh, it's a guesswork game, so it's fine. Stupid big greyhound. Right, hello to Sam, Chris, Jack and Jaden. They've been listening in the garden. They're painting furniture and stuff, doing all these active things. Thank you to everybody who's listened. Chris Monday sat in the garden drinking beer. Thank you for listening. Everybody who's listened and got involved with the show, we really do appreciate it. The texts and tweets have been going off crazy. If we didn't have time for your request, we're very, very sorry. We are doing the request show again. Seven more hours of fun and games in two weeks' time. It's bank holiday weekend as well, and you can email your requests now. Get them in the early, so they're definitely there. Saturday showdown at kennetradio.com. But it's nearly time for us to go, Luke. Very, very sad to be going. That has flown by. Thank you to everybody who's joined in. Honestly, it, it's been a great show from where I'm sitting. Absolutely. Um, I've, I've enjoyed... I, I, I mean, because of you, not because of, like, we're so good. <laughs> well, thank <laughs> you. Sounded. Thank you to you for coming in from your house, and uh, and thank you to me as well. Yeah, that's okay. I'll thank myself. Don't worry about it. <laughs> but we ought to say that, although we, we joked about it earlier on, but we sit in the studio and we just play songs and stuff and try and keep you entertained, which is so little compared to the people that are doing the real work. So whether you're a binman, a cleaner, whatever you're doing to keep society going, you work in Tesco, you work in a supermarket whatever you're doing if you're working in the front line of the NHS in particular thank you so much all of you are amazing and I promise you I wish that I could do the job that you guys do you're all amazing we love you so much this show once again is for you and it will be in two weeks time we're going to leave you with this a very apt song for the moment this is The Farm with All Together Now Now